It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Washington football team, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. All right, everybody, we welcome you to a new episode of the Locked On Washington football team podcast. I'm Chris Russell flying solo tonight after David Harrison piloted the plane the last couple of episodes by himself, so he's taking the night off. We'll be back together on the next couple of episodes and all leading as all paths lead to Cleveland, Ohio, and the NFL Draft. I just returned from Canton, Ohio. I have no idea, quite honestly, why the NFL Draft is not at the Pro Football Hall of Fame. That would have made so much sense, uh, considering the history and considering what the Pro Football Hall of Fame means to the sport uh, and what Canton in general means. I'm not sure why they're having it in Cleveland as opposed to uh, Canton. I've got to dig down on that, but back from a couple of days with my kids, and good to be with you guys. When we're not here, uh, as David always mentions, we are elsewhere. Yes, indeed, we are always elsewhere. Somewhere, somewhere out there. David, you can follow him on Twitter, at dharrison82, at dharrison82 as well. You can read him. Uh, on BucksNation.com, covering the Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers as well, co-host of the Locked on Bucks podcast with James Jarko. Uh, you can hear me with uh, my co-host Pete Medhurst on Russell and Medhurst, 3 to 7, Monday through Friday, on the Team 980 on the Odyssey app, uh, and the uh, again, Team 980 on the radio that is the Washington football team flagship station. Uh, again, you can hear me three to seven uh, talking all sports, not just Washington football, uh, but then also uh, on top of that, the um, Washington football and SI.com coverage that we have. So uh, make sure you check me out there. All right, let's get to it. So on Monday, Uh, Not a lot of news, but as we draw closer to the NFL draft, there's certainly a lot of speculation around the NFL, and clearly some of that is going to affect the Washington football team. Now, on Monday evening, we found out, and a source confirmed this after an initial report, we all expected this, that Deron Payne is getting his fifth-year option guaranteed for 2022. As a matter of fact, depending on when you listen to this, it will be announced officially on Tuesday. Um, Just don't know exactly when yet, but it is happening. A source confirmed that uh, for us. Now, Deron Payne getting his fifth-year option guaranteed fully for 2022. That's not this year. Jonathan Allen this year is on a fully guaranteed fifth-year option. Deron Payne is now on a fully guaranteed fifth-year option for 2022. So a couple of things are at play here. Number one, the way the old fifth-year option used to work was it was only guaranteed for injury, not skill. Uh, 
Meaning, if a player got hurt, a la when 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 they put the the uh, fifth year option on Robert Griffin the third, and then decided not to play him, uh, if he would have gotten hurt in practice, if he would have uh, tore up his his knee or ankle walking around uh, the facility for whatever reason, uh, then they would have been on the hook and they would have been responsible. It was not guaranteed for skill, meaning job performance, so they were able to get out of it and cut him, which they did. However, and that was 2015. Um, However, with the new collective bargaining agreement, it is fully guaranteed, no matter what, from the time you extend it. So, in essence... Deron Payne is under contract for two more years, fully guaranteed. Now, what the exact number is for the fifth-year option, don't know yet. It's based on a couple of different formula, incentives, playing time. Uh, Nikki Javala of the Washington Post reported it's around $8.5 million. That seems kind of low, but I, I you know, trust her uh, that she knows what, you know, what the deal is there. Um, it seems low. Maybe it'll be higher. I don't know. Here's the deal on Deron Payne. You had to do this because you control him now for two years minimum. And quite honestly, you really control him for three years if you want. You could give him the franchise tag after the fifth year option and it's still a reasonable cost, we think. Again, not exactly able to figure that out. And 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 just because he plays defensive tackle and not defensive end, again, he, he gets paid what a defensive lineman would get paid, okay, as a franchise free agent. So it's not going to be cheap, but I don't think it'll be absurd. Um, so technically, you really control Deron Payne for three more years if you want to. Now, you say, well, why would you want to do that? Wouldn't you want to get a contract extension? And you're right. You would want to get a contract extension, ideally done as quickly as you can for both Jonathan Allen and Deron Payne, unless you're already thinking of, and I don't know if they're thinking this, but unless you're already thinking, hey, we're not going to be able to sign all four of these guys, meaning, you know, Matt Ioannidis' contract is going to come off the books after uh, this upcoming year, and I don't know if Matt's going to be back beyond that, and it'll just kind of depend on how he comes back from the injury. But you have Tim Settle, who is going into year three of his contract you have Jonathan Allen who again is going into year five uh, of a fifth year option you have Chase Young of course year two you have Montez Sweat year three Montez Sweat will be eligible for a contract extension and therefore eligible for the fifth year option after this upcoming year Jonathan Allen needs a new contract after this year, if not before. Maybe you get one done before training camp. Maybe you get one done before the regular season. Deron Payne can finally get a contract extension done if they so choose. I don't know what they're going to choose. And they're not going to be able to extend and pay everybody top dollar because then they're not going to have enough money. So they're going to have to, I think, let some guys go you know, at some point, and and again, I would expect Matt Ioannidis might be one of them. 
and then maybe, 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 depending on how much money these guys want and how dug in they are on getting to free agency and getting beyond their fifth year options, you know, maybe they might have to let Deron Payne or Jonathan Allen go. Now, obviously, they'll have to make a decision on Jonathan Allen before they'll have to make a decision on Deron Payne. So I would think they're probably going to extend Jonathan Allen first. And then you kind of wonder, okay, do they put again another boatload of money just inside at defensive tackle and then still have enough money to pay not only Chase Young and Montez Sweat, but also on top of that, Terry McLaurin on the offensive side, possibly Logan Thomas, possibly uh, you know, a different quarterback. Who knows? I mean, you just never know. So it, it does bring up a bunch of questions on what you do with Deron Payne, Jonathan Allen, and the defensive line first moving forward because you're trying to fit in all the puzzle pieces. Now, the cap is expected to go up, but we don't know. We don't know to exactly how much. I mean, is it, you know, it was... It was supposed to be at least 210 this year originally, and it was 181, you know? So, I mean, we just don't know. So, we're going to have to wait and see, obviously, but I think this is an important step because it gives them that control of at least two years and really three if they if they need it. Um, now, Jonathan Allen, the same thing. Jonathan Allen is playing his fifth-year contract he could get the franchise tag next year if they don't come to a con. But here's the problem. Washington seems like they might be hell-bent on holding firm, right, and not overpaying, which I think, you know, Bill Pullian, and Bill Pullian, um, Marty Herney, I don't, I don't know why I always think about Bill Pullian. Uh, I guess Pullian was the Carolina GM before Marty Herney the first time. Marty Herney has admitted that, you know, one of the mistakes he made was the whole contracts, you know, so Rob Rogers is a cap and contract guy, and they seem to be holding firm in some ways on not overpaying pay players just to overpay players, and just because you feel like you have to, because it did get Carolina in some cap hell, right? And everybody learns as they go along, okay, how to do things differently. It's not always to say that it's going to work out. But I think they're not just going to be throwing around huge money contracts, which I think is going to reduce the likelihood of Allen, Payne, Sweat, all those guys from signing contract extensions here because they want to get paid. They want their guaranteed money. They want their three years. But Washington's going to be a little more judicious, I think. I think especially when they clean off the bad contract of Landon Collins. Uh, they made the contract for William Jackson III, but it doesn't seem like it's a bad one. So there you have that. All right, we'll take a timeout. Uh, so again, Deron Payne under contract for at least two more years. We'll see after that. Right here on the Locked On Washington football team podcast. I'm Chris Russell, flying solo on this particular episode. David will be back on the next episode, and we'll be back throughout uh, the uh, better course of the draft week, uh, and away we go. 
All right, guys, betonline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing. You can track all the action at Bet Online, And this week has tons of sports action on the go. The NFL draft is on. You can put down some futures. The Kentucky Derby is back as the first leg of the Triple Crown begins this weekend. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sports including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC and MMA action. Before the next pitch, head on over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great props and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, guys. This is your chance to get in on the game as teams prep for their run for the playoffs. Head to the website, betonline.ag, and use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code locked on. That's promo code locked on. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, we're back with you on the Locked on Washington football team podcast. So as we talked about when we last spoke with Ron Rivera, and I had asked the question, I know Dave and I talked about, when I asked Ron Rivera whether Landon Collins was talking for himself or for the organization, and he stone cold, matter of fact, didn't even blink, said, nope, Landon was talking for himself. You kind of knew where this was heading. We've discussed this since. You kind of thought, hmm... Ron wouldn't have answered it that way, A, if they weren't at least thinking about moving Landon Collins to a linebacker position. And sure, as you know what, apparently they are. According to John Keim of ESPN, I think Ben Standig as well uh, put this out first, um, they are apparently talking to Landon about potentially trying to move to a linebacker position. Now, you might say, okay, like, why? Because they lost Kevin Pierre-Lewis. They brought in and brought back Jared Norris and another uh, special teamer, largely, and and backup, backup depth in Mayo uh, from the New York Giants. But right now, if you look at... It doesn't appear like they're going to bring back Reuben Foster. That could change based on medicals. Uh, But they haven't done it yet. So it doesn't look like they're necessarily counting on Reuben Foster. And they just released a bunch of injured guys, right? So uh, it it does not appear that they're going to bring back Reuben Foster. But, I mean, again, that could change. But basically what you have is between that and losing Kevin Pierre-Lewis in free agency and with John Bostic being, you know, one year closer to basically, uh, you know, kind of needing to more maybe have a backup role or or something to that effect. Um, 
Washington certainly needs more linebacking help and more ability to have bodies that can fill a certain role, right? They need to get better at stopping the run. They need to get better at stopping the run. Now, we don't know exactly what Landon Collins is going to say. We don't know exactly how they're going to present it to them. But one way that we would present it to them is to say this, look, uh, because you were signed to an absurdly rich contract by the previous administration in every capacity, we are not necessarily beholden to you, but we would like to have you as part of the team as long as we can carve out a certain and specific role. And if it's outside linebacker, which I presume it would be, strong side, you know, like some people think maybe weak side, but I think you got to probably be quicker afoot uh, to be on the weak side. If you're a strong side backer, could Landon Collins be used more effectively than he was at center? I mean, at safety. And the answer to me is yes, because they were dropping him into the box. They were rushing him off the edge. That's basically what a weak side backer or a strong side backer is going to do. They're going to cover, but in some cases, like with this particular situation, um, he is going to probably be asked to attack the line of scrimmage more, heading downhill, uh, hopefully better tackling, maybe a little bit in coverage, use his instincts and his skill and all of that. Um, and that's basically where they're going. That's basically where they're going. So, if, I mean, if you look at, assuming that Landon Collins says yes, and I don't know why he would not say yes, you have basically this. Bostic in the middle, Cole Holcomb, you have whoever they draft, and then Norris Mayo as backups. Uh, and that's basically about it, right? So they really need, uh, in my opinion, two outside backers, and with at least one of them being able to convert into a a, a quarterback uh, from their college life, um, you know, you need all of that. That's so important. All right, so we will see what happens with Landon Collins. I mean, I, I don't know what other choice he has. If they want him to move to linebacker, um, you should probably kind of do it because even though they it is prohibitive to cutting him, you know, maybe Washington could find a way to just bite the bullet and do that. Uh, even though I think that would be a little bit silly, but that's just my initial read on it. All right. Um, in addition to that, Jeff Legwold of ESPN puts out a top 100 uh, of his draft board each and every year. Uh, and, you know, the reason why I kind of, you know, think it's interesting uh, is because others around the NFL uh, think that Legwald does a really good job based on who he's talking with and, and the information that he's gathering. 
All right, so Lakewell put together his top 100 list. And again, it's basically a combination of where the scouts that he's talking to and the personnel people uh, kind of, you know, rank them. And then he kind of puts them together uh, in different forms and fashions, right? So number one, of course, uh, as you would figure, is Trevor Lawrence. Number two is Kyle Pitts. Devontae Smith is number three. He of a wiry, small frame. 175, number three. Number three for Devontae Smith. I haven't seen Devontae Smith up that high, and certainly not ahead of Jamar Chase. Now, Jamar Chase opted out of, obviously, last year, as did several including Micah Parsons. Uh, but when we last saw Jamar Chase, he was awesome with Joe Burrow, the former number one overall pick. And oh, by the way, they could be reunited in Cincinnati. He's got another opt-out and another somewhat raw player, uh, but also an engulfing talent in Rashawn Slater the tackle from Northwestern at number five. I mean, clearly this is about the most unique and original ranking that you get every year, right? Every year this kind of throws you for a loop. Uh, Then he's got Jalen Waddell, Patrick Sertain, uh, Panay Sewell uh, at eight, Trey Lance at number nine. Listen, Washington wants to move up, but it's pretty clear they're not going to get there. We assume, I assume... It's for Trey Lance because that makes the most sense based on what they need and what they seem to like. But we have no idea. We have no idea. And I don't even know if we're ever going to get full clarity. Uh, Number 10, Quiddy Pay, the edge player from Michigan. I don't really think he fits here. Uh, Number 11, Justin Fields. How about that? Fields going number 11. I actually agree uh, with that. I I don't think Fields is going to be absolutely dominant by any means, um, you know, at at the NFL level. Micah Parsons is number 12. We talked about him slipping down. but in this particular ranking, number 12 is number 12. That means probably, um, you know, a team has them at 11 or 13 or 12 on the draft board, and that's usually where they pull the trigger. Uh, Christian Darisaw, another player that we have talked about a lot, is number 13 from Virginia Tech. Ahead of number 14, Jeremiah Awusu-Koromoa. How about that? And number 15, Elijah Vera Tucker the guard slash tackle at USC. Now, moving towards the Washington football team and their pick, this is not a mock draft. This is a ranking. You have Christian Barmore at 16. You have Najee Harris at 17 from Alabama, uh, a guy that can kind of do it all. The only thing that, you know, I'm kind of a little bit issued right now is, you know, he had to he had to kind of leave practice early last week and he wasn't a hundred percent uh through practice this particular week. So, you know, you never know where that 
uh, could lead. But right in the neighborhood of 19, um, he's got a bunch of guys ranked that would be of interest, including Najee Harris. Now, the thing about Najee Harris at 17 is most Washington football fans would have a problem with them drafting a running back at 19. But I actually think it's a somewhat smart idea, all things considered, especially if a bunch of the players that we kind of mentioned that are ahead of Najee Harris in this ranking go. Um, We'll have more on that as we go along. Uh, number 18 is Aziz Olajari, edge player from Georgia. I, again, don't think he's a, a real fit here, so I, I haven't spent a whole lot of time on him. Travis Etienne, the number 19 ranked player. So everyone that gave Peter Schrager a problem for his mock to uh, the Washington football team at 19 with Travis Etienne Well, here you have Jeff Legwald, again from ESPN, ranking Etienne number 19 at the spot that the Washington football team would pick, just for whatever that means. Again, it doesn't mean this is where teams are going to go. This is just a ping in and analysis. Around the pick and slightly further, Greg Newsom, the second, the corner from Northwestern, uh, talked to um, draft insider Tony Pauline, who said, Uh, on the Team 980 on Monday afternoon that he thought uh, that Newsom was a good corner uh, but not worthy of the number 19 overall pick. Now, J.C. Horn, they've got Newman going ahead of J.C. Horn. And I don't see that based on everything that I know of J.C. Horn. But they cite how many penalties he's made. Uh, And that is one of the concerns that you've had. All right, so J.C. Horn is lower than he is on most, um, on just about every board. Uh, Travis Morig uh, from TCU is number 22. Zaven Collins, number 23. Jeff Legwald has Zach Wilson, number 24. Number 24, and yet he's going to go number two overall. So that just kind of show you. I like the fact that they've downgraded Caleb Farley to 26 um, with the opt-out and the back issues and now a second surgery. No thanks. No thanks. Uh, Jamin Davis, number 27, the fast-rising Kentucky linebacker. He's at number 27. And then Tevin Jenkins is a player that's starting to pick up a little bit of momentum. Tevin Jenkins. All right, so that's just some of Legwald's top 100 and prospects ranked. Obviously, as you can see, some interesting, interesting picks. We don't have time to get into all of them, but I just wanted to bounce a bunch of them off of you uh, and let you know where they were ranked and who he had ranked in and around the Washington football team spot. So there you have that. We'll come back, put the icing on the cake next, right here on the Locked On Washington football team podcast. All right, we're here for rockauto.com. That's right, rockauto.com. Whether you have an old car, new car, a foreign or domestic, whether you need a major or minor part, you can do it all from your living room. Uh, You don't even have to leave your house. You don't even have to go to the big auto parts superstores. No, why would you? 
you can, can just go to rockauto.com. Why would you go to rockauto.com? Well, I have a question for you. Why would you decide to spend 30, 50% more, 100% more for the same exact auto parts at a chain store or a new car dealership? When you can go to rockauto.com and get all the parts available for your car or truck, the very best available for your car and truck. RockAuto.com is going to treat you the way you want to be treated. They are going to give you the most fair, most competitive, most stable price, and they are not looking to gouge you at all. When you go to RockAuto.com, make sure you put locked on in the how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. RockAuto.com Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Again, one-stop shop, rockauto.com. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, guys, the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 presented by Locked On and Odyssey is happening right now, featuring analysis from NFL experts Michael Irvin, Ross Tucker, and Brian Baldinger, plus our local experts for every team making trades and picking the next stars of their team. If you didn't hear, David and I picked Micah Parsons at number 19. Why don't you go search out the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 on the new Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Odyssey is the audio home for all the sports podcasts, music, and news that matter to you. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. And while you're on Odyssey, you can listen to the Locked On Washington football team podcast as well. Uh, You can listen to some of my... um, you can listen to some of my radio show, again, on the Team 980 with Pete Medhurst. We're actually going to have Taylor Heineke on on Tuesday afternoon at 4 o'clock Eastern Time. All right, guys. All right, guys. So as we wrap up the podcast, again, David will be back on the next episode, and hopefully I will not stumble as much as I am on this one. It has been a long day. I can tell you that much. Uh, the question is this. Does Washington football have a top 10 NFL roster? Well, the answer, according to PFF, Pro Football Focus, yes, and the Washington football team came in at number eight. 
It's something I want to debate with David when we get back together on the next episode of the Locked on Washington football team podcast. If you want to chime on in, please make sure you go at Locked WFT Pod, at Locked WFT Pod. You can email me, russellmania09 at gmail.com. That's russellmania09 at gmail.com. Or you can follow David at dharrison82, at dharrison82, or me on Twitter as well, at russellmania621. That's going to do it for us on this edition of the Locked On Washington Football Team podcast. Again, David will be back on the next episode. I'm Chris Russell. Thanks for listening to the Locked On Washington Football Team podcast. Adios. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.